Welcome to the Spark a Dream podcast, where we'll spark your interest in all things Disney, travel, and a little bit of everything in between. Listen as the stories come alive. Now, onto the show with your hosts. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Spark a Dream podcast for Wednesday, August 22nd, 2018. Uh, this, of course, is Lauren, and joining me on Gentleman's Night is uh, Bill Winter. Hello. Bill. Let's go. We're going to a little fun tonight, aren't we? We're going to throw it back. We're going to throw it back. So tonight's episode, uh, we're going to get creative. We're going to throw our thinking caps on here and uh, come up with the changes that we would like to make to the Disney parks, either uh, addition or maybe subtraction. Maybe addition by subtraction. <laughs> so tonight we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll start in Magic Kingdom. Uh, obviously, a couple things to keep in mind is um, like there's no budget. Pie, pie in the sky, multi-trillion dollar ideas <laughs> that are going to come down the pipeline. Uh, but let's start in Magic Kingdom. Let's go with your 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 first uh, first change you'd like to make. I think this is something that everybody's going to want. I think everybody's been asking for it. I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. I know they have a lot of money tied up in everything else, but replace Stitch's great escape. Oh, that is number one on my list. (laughs) I don't understand. I don't understand it. Okay. You have a seasonal attraction right now that you only open for the busy time of years, which is like the holidays and everything. Uh, Busy part of summer, you open it up to alleviate some of the attractions uh, pressure for like what's around there. Space Mountain, Monsters Laugh Floor, Space Laugh Floor, all that stuff, and Buzz Lightyear. I, I don't, I don't know if it's helping it enough because nobody goes to because <laughs> you never know when it's open. Uh, the other thing is, if you put another attraction there, it's going to help the other attractions, in my opinion. All those longer lines, it'll cut it down by five, ten minutes per attraction. You take a couple thousand people and get them into that queue. I mean, it's not a small space in there. I mean, it has a couple of rooms, if I'm correct, where you can go watch the the Stitches Great Escape right now, and I, I could think of a bunch of different things they could do with it. I don't have exact ideas, but I just could see a lot of more futuristic stuff that they could do. Or now, even you, that Alien Encounter, I'd be more happy with I that was gonna, right now. <laughs> I <laughs> love, I love that. It scared the crap out of me, but I loved it. Yeah, that's number one on my list is the Bring Back Alien Encounter. <laughs> so, sorry, Stitch. I mean, you know, there's if you're a fan of Chili Dogs, I guess. Uh, but I do agree that that area could have uh, an attraction there that would alleviate some of the pressure on the other the uh, wait times uh, for the other attractions. Alien Encounter, though, that is uh, Magic Kingdom. I get that Magic Kingdom is not a thrill park. I mean, there's thrilling rides there, right? There's Space Mountain, you have your Splash Mountains and Big Thunder Mountains and all that. But Alien Encounter was a ride that took. I would say you didn't go anywhere, but it was thrilling. It was exciting. People exactly. wanted to go on it. Nobody wants to see Stitch. <laughs> <clears throat> no, and I like I watch these like Universal commercials. You know, I don't know. Like the whole marketing is like, oh, are you too old for Disney? You know, because they're just the floofy rides or whatever. That's the Universal's marketing it as. That could be a, a, an actual thrill thrill ride to have that like young adult demographic getting excited about going to the parks again and and don't get me wrong i'm i understand why they got rid of alien encounter i think it's a i think you can tell just from the way disney does stuff lately they have all those attractions that aren't disney movies or aren't anything that has to do with disney you have alien encounter the tower of terror even the rock and roll coaster um all those attractions great movie ride stuff that's not really themed Disney. It's a good attraction, but not themed Disney. You're starting to see them disappear. Alien Encounter went. Great movie rides going away for a Mickey ride. Um, Tower of Terror in Disneyland went away for Guardians of the Galaxy. You're, you're starting to see a lot of stuff change. Uh, Ellen's Universe of Energy going away for Guardians of the Galaxy and Epcot. You're just seeing a lot of the non-Disney attractions being turned into Disney. And I think this was I mean, Stitch's Great Escape's been around for a, long, uh, a lot of years. I think it's one of the uh, part, part of the beginning of that change. And 
It was just like a slap uh, new cover over the alien's mask <laughs> with a different kind of cartoon alien. Yeah. Um, it didn't work. Um, so I just I feel like I need to figure something else out with that attraction. I, I know it's not the biggest space. I, as I said before, it's a big space, but it's not like a, a ride kind of space. It's got big theater. So it's just a matter of what you can do. If you look across the walkway from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's a big room and it gets yeah. packed and it keeps people entertained. Do something. Exactly. The space. Uh, I was like wondering if you like took a peek at my list because <laughs> it was a nice little segue to the, one of the things that I had was for Disney to create an, an original attraction again, not something based on a movie. So like you have the reason why Disneyland and, and everything else was cool is you had you had Disney movies uh, play a part in attractions, but then you also had Haunted Mansion. You had Pirates of the Caribbean. Attractions like that that have an original story, and I wish that Disney would make something like that again. Not based on a on a Disney movie, like Winnie the Pooh. Like, that's taking over Toad Hall. That replaced a, another Disney movie, I guess, if you will. But, like, a new attraction that Disney creates not based on a existing film property. And I agree with you on that. Only problem is I think the way Disney is going, that's not the direction they're going with anything. They're, they're going a different direction in my personal opinion. I mean, I'm not, I could be completely wrong. Um, but just seeing what they've done, I mean, yeah, Haunted Mansion is an original, but they try to create a movie after it. It failed, but <laughs> I like that movie. It's not bad. It's just not. A, it wasn't a box office hit like what Pirates of the Caribbean did. No, uh, was, was what well, they did good. The best line of that movie was, <laughs> if I could even say, it without dying, when he walk up to the house and he's like, "Honey, look at the size of these knockers." <laughs> <laughs> the uh, stuff Disney hid in those movies in the past. <laughs> Between pictures, words, all the dirty stuff that Disney put in movies. Oh, yeah. Nobody has any We'll have to do an episode on that. <laughs> oh, we could probably, yeah, that could easily be an hour episode about everything Disney has hidden in movies that, but we're not going to go into that right now. Moving on, next thing on my list. I wonder if this is on your list. I know they had rumors a couple years ago about this, but never turned into anything more. And it's something that I don't think I've been to since I was a kid at Magic Kingdom. And I feel like between the space and the space around it, you could do a lot with multiple attractions, bigger area. Um, get rid of Tom Sawyer's Island. Hmm. That was not on my list. I, I mean, a couple years ago, there was talk after the um, Fantasyland expansion when we worked there was going on that the next thing was going to be Frontierland expanding because between the island, the water and everything, they have a lot of land right there that you could build a lot of stuff, restaurants, rides, and cut that little corner off there from uh, going around. Because, I mean, the riverboat, let's be honest, it doesn't get packed. It's a little, It goes around. Um, Sawyer's Island, I, it's not a big draw. You could easily fill in that water. I, I know people are going to freak because I'm saying get rid of the Liberty Riverboat, but fill in that water, make it all a flat piece of land, add in a restaurant, and in maybe one or two attractions, depending on which way you go, you can make a thrill ride, an easier ride, uh, how big of a ride you want to go. You can maybe do one big one or two smaller ones. You could increase your capacity at that park, which Disney always looks to do. It means more profit. Um, or And also alleviate some of the pressure on some other rides if you just kept the capacity the same. But you could do a lot with that land. Now, I did have something on my list that not necessarily like getting rid of Tom Sawyer Island, I don't even think you could do that at Disneyland since it's been annexed by Missouri. So I, I don't know. <laughs> One side of the island you're in California, the next you're in Missouri. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, with the riverboat idea that you were talking about, you said get rid of the riverboat. I say keep the riverboat in, but retheme it to Tiana's like a Tiana's place on the river. Where I, I remember watching uh, as a kid, they had uh, Vault Disney with the old Disney uh, TV shows and, and programs that they used to run on ABC. Uh, and they had a special called Disneyland at Night. And there was uh, a part of it on the riverboat on the Mark Twain 
where they had a jazz band and uh, Louis Armstrong was performing and they had people up there dancing. You could turn that into, well, I guess it's going to break the the family mold of Magic Kingdom, which is kind of getting cracked right now as it is, but having like alcoholic beverages on the riverboat and having like a live music band stuff, ability at the bottom, maybe the top be like a bar and the bottom be a restaurant-esque type thing where you can get appetizers or something, that would be super cool. So we each have a different opinion on what we do with that area over there. Don't you just think they could do a little bit more with that area, though? Just like, oh, they could. The, oh, the Sawyer's Island just it's, it's just not. <clears throat> but uh, going well, back to the riverboat, you do realize that um, a couple of year, a couple of years ago, they had Tiana's uh, showboat Jubilee on the on yeah the, the dessert party yeah yeah and they they had the um, dancing on the boat and everything from the characters as it went around, I believe. Um, I just want to add, I want to have that, but instead of desserts, I mean, keep the desserts, but also <laughs> add beer and wine. <laughs> I guess the Magic Kingdom is going to alcohol anyway. So exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> that was my, that was my second thing was the whole Tom Sawyer's Island and all that land. Cause I just, yeah, I just feel like that boat. I mean, it's, it, I know it's history. I just feel like with all that land around the river boat, uh, where it goes in that circle. That's just so much water land that you can fill in and just so much you can do with it. So much profit you can make. Yeah, it costs a lot of money to do, but I mean, so much profit you can make off getting rid of that and putting in some attractions that can draw. I mean, you could actually technically put an attraction in Frontierland because you'd have a spot next to a, a Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and you could technically put another one in Liberty Square next to Haunted Mansion then. That's, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I think that, that it's it may be like the the whole issue with Tom Sawyer Island is is that kids today uh, aren't the same as they used to be, right? So like I remember being a kid and we would go over to Tom Sawyer Island, we'd play tag, we'd run around everywhere. Yeah, I remember my mom would take us over there and just she would sit on the bench and just drop us off and say y'all go play and we'd just run around. We'd spend like an hour, and there is like a a little bit of an element, a little bit of a difference. I know at Disneyland you can't. You can't really explore Tom Sawyer Island anymore. You can't go as far back. Like Fort Wilderness, the forest closed. You can't really go around to a whole lot of places. There used to be like little nooks and crannies. And I get that like insurance things and stuff play into it because people fall down and, and there's a, a health aspect. But those were good times over there. <laughs> I can understand that. You're right. Kids aren't the same these days. They don't like to play dirt and outside ill do i get to take my phone with me <laughs> all right and what would be your next thing you would change so i i've i've two more things um one was just just talking with my wife about some stuff um because <clears throat> we've talked before about what we would add and change and, and things like that um one thing that i thought was a great idea only because you can do, you could do a whole lot with it. Is and I, I realize that there's not space for this, <laughs> but it's pie in the sky, right? Is to create a Zootopia land. Oh, to have all four Tundra Town, uh, the rainforest, the Sahara, all that would be super cool. My daughter loves Zootopia, so that's why I would say um, add it on. Where? If you add it on to the Met, well, over in Tomorrowland, they're pretty much taking up every little space they have behind there with the Tron ride. That literally is going further back than they ever gone. And then they also have to go over the railroad in. Grand Prix needs redone because of it. Um, I, I, was I know of a like, spot. Where were you thinking? <laughs> Tom Sawyer's Island. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> that works. Tons was, of room. You could build it all right there. I was thinking maybe you could do like, you know how uh, where the where they keep the roundhouse for uh, the monorail, and on the other side is the that parking lot. Maybe there's like a bridge. You could ride a train or something to across the street to the, or over this bridge to that parking lot and build it right over there. The parking lot right across by the contemporary. Yeah, they, now it's like a cast parking lot. It's always been a cast parking lot. I used to park there. 
<laughs> and when I worked at Contemporary, you know how it's it look, it's pretty far uh, from the Contemporary, isn't it? Yeah, it you is. wouldn't think it has anything to do with the Contemporary. <laughs> no, that's where if you're uh, wearing these long pants and long shirt working the Contemporary merchandise, you had to walk <laughs> all the way from there to the building when it's 100 degrees out. And when it rained with those monsoon rains, I was going to say, we got to walk back out. <laughs> Rain gear. Keep it out. <laughs> I would have been better off parking that Magic Kingdom parking lot in the back. <laughs> yeah, that parking lot. I know exactly what that's for. But yeah, there's, there's not much space, unfortunately, in the Magic Kingdom no. to add on. And I mean, that's why I was. Tom Sawyer would be good, though. Tom Sawyer is the, is the biggest piece of real estate that has a lot of empty space. Just saying. My last thing. Um, <clears throat> it already exists. Uh, I would just want them to bring the Pirates of the Caribbean attraction from Shanghai to Magic Kingdom. I have no clue what it is. I have never oh, seen my the video from the Shanghai. I can imagine. You have to watch the video. It is so great. It incorporates, like, I can't even I, I sit here. I've seen the video about it a few dozen times, and I can't even, like, describe to you what happens in it. Because it goes from your classic dark ride to you go underwater. So you, you don't have like parts of the Caribbean. You go from the skulls and, and the bones yeah, and skeletons the... and stuff like that. And then you go down your, your waterfall and now you're back in the part, the time of pirates and everything's live action <clears throat> or, or, or living human beings. Um, in this ride, it's in like the opposite where you start out being living human beings. Something happens. You go down in the depths with Davy Jones and now there's skeletons and everything. The effects on it are so cool. Like in, it incorporates some of the stuff from like Navi river journey. Like, you know, they have those screens and stuff in the attraction. It's, I can't even, it's like that, but on steroids, we will have to, I will have to show you. It's I will awesome. probably watch the video after this then. Cause I love pirates. I, we know we both love pirates oh, yeah. working there. Um, I just don't want to think. One, I don't know if it has a space in there. That'd be one. No, because this. All. Yeah, this one is huge. Yeah, I, I imagine that show building has to be as big as the one, uh, new one in Pandora, just because uh, up and down and all that stuff. That'd be big. Yeah. Um, pirates. I never, I didn't see that coming. I really did not see you coming out with the pirates. Um, once you see this attraction, you'll be like, oh my gosh, we need it. You know, the funny thing is, though, my last thing is right next door. And Jungle Cruise? Yes. I'm, I'm not saying get rid of it. It needs okay. revamped. And I'm going to say it now. I don't know if any former skippers are listening or current skippers and going to throw something at me, <laughs> send me threatening letters. Um, just working there. I mean, I love the attraction. It has a part of my heart. It's obviously got history for me between working there, meeting my wife there, the normal stuff I keep talking about a lot. I think we've talked about this plenty of times about <laughs> John Cruise and me and my wife. Um, but it is very out of date. It's it's always something broken. It doesn't nothing ever works hundred percent. It's dirty, it needs updated, it needs more I mean, I went out to Disneyland last year for the first time for me, second time for Liz. And we rode the Jungle Cruise there. Oh my gosh. That is a wonderful Jungle Cruise ride. I will say that. Magic Kingdom does not have a good one. But also going along with this though, talking about updating the Jungle Cruise, I think it's going to happen. I 100% think it will happen. I don't know if the Disneyland one will get redone because it's doing well. Um, I think the Magic Kingdom one will get done at least because of the movie. I was going to say, I think they'll probably do something because of the movie coming out. Because of the movie. And I could see new costumes coming because if you see what The Rock's wearing. Yeah. In oh, that yeah. previews, they, it, it's completely different than what they're wearing now. So, But I see some things changing in there. So it could be for the good. They just need to do some updates. I mean, they still keep a, a pretty good line there. They can get a 45-hour oh, yeah. line at the Jungle Cruise. It's not like it's bad. I just feel like it's due for some updates. I think that ride's been there forever. Needs a little love. Yeah. Needs a little love. That whole story of the movie of the Jungle Cruise it has changed over time, though. I noticed. I remember when it was in development years ago, and I thought it was going to be like a a buddy uh, Tom Hanks, uh, Tim Allen buddy movie. And then I saw the preview for it the other day, or the like uh, media for it the other day, and it was The Rock, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, completely different. And apparently, <laughs> if you look at what he was on set, it is one of the biggest sets 
and most complex sets that was ever built. Oh, wow. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, so moving right along, getting uh, getting to our last thing that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about what we miss the most at the Magic Kingdom, which is funny because I technically wrote down a fourth thing that I would change. And I'm like, oh, I don't really need to write this down because it goes with something I really, really miss. Spectro Magic Parade. Oh. Let me cry for a second. Don this magic night. No, don't sing it. I'll really get some tears going. <laughs> that ride. Again, another thing that holds a part of my heart. I worked that for a couple years, and I remember working it with Liz a couple times, too. I mean, so has a little bit of both our hearts. It's the parade we both worked. But oh, try not to cry, Bill. <laughs> Be strong. Be strong. But not only the fact that I miss Spectrum Magic, but the thing I want them to change is... They're obviously not going to bring back Spectromatic. It's gone. It's never coming back. We'll never hear that music again in the parks, unfortunately, unless I'm walking around with a boombox over my head playing it. Um, <laughs> Say anything. <laughs> I don't think they'll allow. They'll probably stop me. Um, but they need to put a nighttime parade there. Gosh, please. It does. Nighttime parade. We deserve a nighttime parade. You put us through terrible years of Electromagic coming back <laughs> and giving us all this false hope that we might get the paint... Uh, what is it? Paint the Night Parade. Paint the Night, yes. Uh, we all thought we might be getting that. Went through the seeing the pictures of the Spectromagic uh, floats being torn apart and thrown in the trash because they were sitting out in the rain for too many years because originally Spectromagic was just going away for a little bit to be updated for LED lights and then it got thrown in the back burner. That is the one thing I miss the most is Spectromagic and I wish they'd bring something back to bring a little bit of my heart back at night. <laughs> Well, I, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a little bit of a, a little pick me up, because Sebastian from the Spectro Magic, the Little Mermaid float in Spectro Magic, can be found in the Festival of Fantasy Parade. It does make me feel a little better. <laughs> Less tears. You know how we used to we we talk with this running joke that I I ruined things. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I hate Jiminy Cricket, so. I don't like Spectro much. <laughs> You're joking, right? I mean, I like the music for Spectro Magic. I just hate that Jiminy Cricket's the MC. So you don't miss Spectro Magic or Wishes? No, I, I, no, it, I mean, Wishes well, had wishes, too. wishes is one of those things where, okay, we didn't have Wishes at Disneyland. We had Remember Dreams Come True with Julie Andrews. Mm, a little better. I would say actually a lot better. You're destroying my heart. <laughs> I feel some pain right now. I don't know if I can continue <laughs> knowing that you don't like Spectrum Magic. No, I like Spectrum Magic. You hate Jiminy Cricket. I don't like Jiminy Cricket. Like, they should have just made the genie. Hello, people. I just, they should have just made the genie. No, 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 no. Don't. We're just going to end this here on the Magic Kingdom now because. All right, let's, let's talk about your what you miss. 20,000 leagues under the sea. Got a whale of a tail to tell you that. I mean, they play the music in the Columbia Harbor House. It gets, that gives me false hope. <laughs> Lots of people miss 20K, but there are still elements of 20,000 leagues under the sea that you can still find. So part, actually, cool couple cool facts. At Winnie the Pooh, the Winnie the Pooh attraction actually sits on part of what was 20K's lagoon. That whole area right there was formerly part of 20K. And there's a tree in the playground area that has a mold of the Nautilus. Oh. That's pretty cool. There's also a mold of the Nautilus in the queue for the Little Mermaid attraction. Very nice. Do you know, again, another backstage story, um, if you went backstage at Epcot, uh, where the cast parking lot was, there's a little turn that right that went down this little back road that went to the main parking lot. They used to have one of the boats uh, sitting there. Really? One of the little ships just hanging out. It was just sitting over there, rotting away. <laughs> they used to have they used to have all of them sitting backstage at Epcot at one point. A bunch of them. 
And they kept moving them around. I don't know if any of them exist anymore. They probably got sold off or some guy's going to sell them on an auction. There's uh, one of them is at the bottom of Castaway Key. Yes. Yeah. They got they, they reused stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it was back here. I know it's not there anymore, but it was there. I remember when I was casting, I remember seeing that a couple times. That was cool. That's a great segue into Epcot. It is. It was a perfect one. <laughs> I see how I worked that in there. So on to Epcot. I'm going to let you take the first one. So my my first one at Epcot that I would really want to see, and we kind of talked, we joked about it last week with food and wine, but now that I've, I actually, when I said it, and now that I've had time to think about it and stew on it, if Norway can be replaced by Arendelle, we can create a Wakanda. I want to see it happen. <laughs> I want a Black Panther attraction in Wakanda. Wow. That is out there. I like it. I do like it. My personal opinion, though, is if you're going to do something like that, make a fifth park and put that big Wakanda area there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Epcot's got a big enough room for that kind of size area, but that would be pretty cool. And there should be an invisible screen when you look, when you walk up to it, it just looks like empty place. And then you got to cross the screen, boom, you're in Wakanda. This is where those trillions of dollars come in that we were talking about at the beginning. Ibombe! I, I, I like it. I think it's cool. Just get rid of the water and they'll just put it right there. Oh, it looks like water. It looks like the water it is now right in the middle of um, World Showcase, but there's a little path, only one little path that you can walk and boom, you're in there. Fireworks will be gone, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you can make that work somehow. Take that idea and make sure I put some uh, copyright symbols, some <laughs> patents and everything so nobody steals that because that was actually pretty cool. Uh, okay, mine isn't as out there. Mine probably look really stupid now compared to yours. <laughs> My big thing about Epcot is there is a lot of buildings that are underperforming between either being used for something that shouldn't be there or there but not being used. So the first one I would redo is imagination. And that's the whole imagination complex. That's Journey into Imagination, Image Works, which is the exit for Journey into Imaginations, and Pixar short films. I think that space is way too underutilized. I mean, they did one thing good with the space. Upstairs, they put a DVC lounge where you can get free sodas and stuff because they finally had, got sick of people. Really, I, from what I know, understand the real reason they put that up there was because too many people were sneaking upstairs and seeing all those old attractions that were up there like the oh really color stuff and all that 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 was up there and people kept sneaking up there and taking videos of it you can find them on youtube by the way um but yeah um (laughs) you you, of course you you never took a video when you were up there right i personally have never gone up there i've watched videos okay but i'll take um, the fifth (laughs) journey into imaginations is not a good attraction it's a reason you can get on that ride anytime with no problem. And I think that's part of the problem of the park is that you have your fast pass system set up for tier one and tier two and tier one's the good stuff. Tier two, you don't need fast passes for you can get on Nemo and imagination with no problem. So I feel like if you took all that space there, you can keep the main look of the building and redo it and make it bigger behind it. You could put a pretty decent size attraction in there. Yeah, well, they isn't like the from the original. Um, it is down to like they cut out like almost half of it. Yeah, because didn't the, the former one, one go upstairs? It went up the hill and everything. Yeah, yeah, it used to go up, and that's where it used to go upstairs. Um, it's and I'll just get this out of the way now. What I miss the most is the original journey to imagination. I'm going to put that out there now while I'm talking about my first thing. I'm I was just. <laughs> that's that's the thing I miss the most because I mean I would love to see them keep Figment because I think kids love Figment and everything I think they should retheme that whole area to just Figment and make it one big attraction for him and then maybe even make a movie about him and bring back Dreamfinder and bring back Dreamfinder yes I 100% agree with you there so that would be what I would I would redo that whole complex with some big attraction for Figment do a meet and greet for him there too off to the there. side Oh, that'd be great. And give him his own movie. That'd be awesome. Your turn. No, 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 uh, no complaints for me on that one. That was a great one. 
so the other one, other thing that I would like to to see added is, I mean, if you're a Disney fan, everyone knows the story of the Florida Project and and Walt's original idea of Epcot. I would like to see some element of Progress City, like maybe not a whole like community, but like um, kind of like the land. How you can go, how you on the land attraction, you go into the backstage areas and you see like scientists and cast members and, and and people working on stuff. It would be cool to have like a World's Fair esque type thing at Epcot. Hmm. Where would you put with, it? With like attractions and everything else. It it would probably have to be something that would have to be either on the west side of a future world. Like behind the land in that space over there, it's got to be in Future World. But like having like a oh, but actually here's a great visual for you uh, from the movie Tomorrowland. Something not maybe not to that scale and degree, but something like that. I could see that. I agree with you, and I, I think that would be a good idea. Um, there is space. I mean, it's limited, but there is space. Yeah, hmm. something we're just where the world's like greatest scientists come and and do research and do all these things there. That would be super cool. And it's tough to say where they would put that because um, obviously there's a lot of rumors going on that they're going to put a resort right in front of the entrance to Epcot, kind of like what is that Magic Kingdom in Paris has the, you have that resort right there and then you have to oh, go under it. They're talking yes. about that. I don't, there's a lot of fi- uh, permits filed for that and, you just don't know how true that is. They're really going to dive in. I mean, it would be interesting. Everybody's like, oh, my gosh, you can't see the ball. You're going to still be able to see uh, Spaceship Earth from there. <laughs> it's, <Yeah>. it's <laughs> Unless your resort's, like, gigantic, it's you're going to still be able to see it. Moving on to my second thing is another dead space kind of stuff. It's called the Festival Center right now. We all know it as a lot of other stuff, Body Wars, all that, that building. All oh, the Waters of Life, I believe. Yellow yeah. dome thing over there by uh, Universal Energy. Yeah, I don't get why they don't use it. They use it like at the Flower and Garden Festival, food and wine for little things, but it is a big space. So, a couple of my ideas: you have Guardians of the Galaxy going next to it. Do something Marvel in there. I know there's you're limited on Marvel stuff because of the license and everything still going on. Trying to figure all that out between them and Universal getting too close. But, I mean, obviously you got Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe put a quick service in there because, let's be honest, Future World does lack a lot of quick service. Else, an electric umbrella, which is eh. The land's good, but it's all the way over there and downstairs. Other side, yeah. Yeah, so you need something over there. I mean, you could do something that. I know they're putting the space restaurant in between Mission Space and Test Track, but that's a, more of a sit-down. You need another quick service. Maybe put a quick service there. And take the old Body Wars attraction and make it into something. A ride kind of like it is now. Ant-Man. Like Star Tours. Ant-Man. That would be cool. You shrinking down like Seismic Ant and doing all that kind of stuff. That could work. I know this can be a little bit of a problem because a lot of the pieces of Body Wars isn't there. They took a lot of the parts for Star Tours when they needed parts because it's the same thing. So, um, But that's my thought. Uh, replace that. I mean, last time, the only thing weird about it, last time we were there earlier this year... They were painting that dome. Don't know what color, but they were up top painting stuff. So they were, they're obviously have no plans of getting rid of that building. No, no, plans. no. There, we were there this summer. They had people, <clears throat> and I didn't, I didn't think to ask what for, but like people and cast members were walking up to it, and it wasn't, it wasn't Flower Garden Festival. It wasn't um, food and wine. It was just regular summer day. My but guess is probably going up to it break rooms they use them for break rooms offices in the back yeah i think so, disney institute does something probably up in that area but use it for something you need space i mean use it put a quick service out in the middle use the old body wars attraction do something i like your idea ant-man that'd be awesome bring 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 ant-man to epcot you got guardians next to it. put that there so that would be a good one and then have a swarm of place well i guess you kind of already have Restaurant Marrakesh, you know, at the end of Avengers, they have shawarma. My personal opinion, we won't even get into this right now, is 
there will be a fifth park. And I think it was uh, so. Marvel. I think so too. Um, <clears throat> the last thing on, on that I have on my list for Epcot is um, not something that really, it doesn't really need to happen. I just would be cool to see is like a um, good water attraction. Um, like a like a splash a splash mountain or a, a Cali River Rapids type attraction somewhere, because there's no really there's no real spot for you to 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 get wet during the summer. I mean, the frozen ride is a, oh a, technically a boat ride, but there's you're not going to put your hands in the. Or I hope you don't put your hands in the water. It's gonna hurt. And I just <laughs> it needs something like that. I know their original part for Epcot in in Germany they they wanted to put a. Uh, River Rhine, Rhine River attraction kind of thing through there. And there's space behind that Germany pavilion to do so. I would just like to see something, a water attraction in that park. Hmm. Where would you put it? Where would you think the biggest place they could put it? Uh, I mean, you already had, had the kind of theming done already for that other Germany uh, attraction that was going to be there already. Just change it to like the Swiss Alps toboggans or Something like that. Put it yeah, behind room to build that. Behind the German Probably yeah, Germany, it's getting pretty close to the main road behind it. Yeah, there is a yeah, it could be like gigantic, I guess, but that main road behind it can go on top of or something. Good point. They do, <laughs> for doing that. But um I mean the part of the that restaurant where um and forgive me, I forget the name. I love, uh, love it. I go there all the time. But there's the the show building's already there. Yeah, it's already built, but it's not. Um, again, one of those things not utilized, not put to its full potential. Agreed. No oh, beer garden. That's what it's called. The beer garden. Beer garden. That's right. <laughs> My last one. It's already in the process of being done. But I would probably go a little more extravagant than they'll probably go. I think they are going pretty crazy with it, but I, I would go even crazier. It's the oldest fireworks show at Disney now. Oh. It's, what, 20-some years old now? Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. It is the longest-running fireworks show, as I said. It, I love it. I'm not going to lie. I, I still love it. it. It's time for a new one. Let's be honest. It is, it, it's way overdue. Every other... Park's got new fireworks, new attractions like that, but it is still sitting with that. So I uh, believe, I know we know they already filed permits to do all kind of water work, electric work, doing lights. There's talks of drones being part of the new fireworks show there. I would go a little more extravagant, let's be honest. I would take out a little bit of that water in the middle just to make the pathway around it a little bigger. Because let's be honest, when it gets really busy, those pathways get a little <clears throat> little crunch time yeah so if you actually bring that in a little bit you can also fit more stuff around those um around the lands but um i would probably bring that in a little bit and keep fire involved with it maybe a little more fire fireworks drones a lot more lasers uh <laughs> and maybe bring out some more stuff than just the globe that comes from backstage i think you can you can get a little more extravagant i don't have any ideas exactly what but i think you can you can do something fun with that yeah, you know, and now that you th- like think about it, it's like one of those things where I don't know. It, it, maybe it's like the nostalgia or the familiarity, but illuminations I just look forward to. Like I went with a, a group of friends this last time, and we were heading towards the exit. Oh, nine o'clock to me would be illuminations time. Let's go! But they were like, "Ah, oh, it's a fireworks show. Not that great. Let's go!" And I was like. Oh, oh, okay. I watched as slow as possible. <laughs> Make sure. Oh, we should just stop and watch. We're already right here. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like if you've like seen it and you didn't grow up watching it, or, or there's not that nostalgia factor for you. It's kind of like, eh, not as good as the Magic Kingdom. And that's the thing. I think if it's part of your heart, like ours, working there and seeing it as we were growing up the newer age younger kids don't like it as much and i think that's part of the problem so i mean also the other thing is they lost their um sponsorship they that contract right oh, now they didn't yeah. renew it so uh i that contract also goes with spaceship earth so who knows what's going to get redone on that too soon 
Um, but we're not going to go into that now. Um, but yeah, that's why I just, it, it needs update. It needs something to get a little more wow factor to keep people there a little more. Cause if you watch, I've noticed it recently. If you go there nine o'clock is uh, things starting, you see a lot of people walking out of there at the time. Not like going over to magic kingdom where everybody stops when the fireworks go off. It's Epcot. You see people filing out. Yeah. And Lauren, what was the thing that you missed the most in Epcot? I think, I don't know. I miss a whole lot about Epcot. Uh, Dreamfinder is probably one of the biggest. Uh, we got our kick, like kind of Captain EO kick when they brought that back. And I kind of, it was fine. I, it was one of those things where like you remember it more fondly than it actually, <laughs> actually was. But uh, I, yeah, Dreamfinder, Dreamfinder and Figment. Because now Figment's kind of like, I mean, he's a character, and he's kind of like, eh. He's just there. Yeah. Yeah. A couple talking lines, but he's nothing like, oh, my gosh. So, I agree with you. Yeah, moving on to our next park, we'll be talking about Hollywood Studios. And this one was a tough one for me, because there's so much going on in that park. Just sitting down and thinking about what to change. It's not a ton, in my opinion. I don't know about you, but I don't have a lot of... A lot of stuff that I feel needs change. Just some things that they just need to figure out. What what will be in your first thing? So what would... <laughs> I've already said it on the earlier episode, but bring back the original recipe for the carrot cake cookie. <laughs> Trillions of dollars that you'd have spent <laughs> and you want your dang carrot cake cookie. I, I think with Hollywood Studios, maybe uh, one of the things that I would would change would be the way to bring back a little bit of the nostalgia feel, but have the focus be on Hollywood, right? That was part of the, the great movie ride is having an attraction about movies. I would want them to do that, but like it, all movie, great movie ride really needed was to up, have it be updated, not take away all the spieling stuff that, in it. That was, the cool part about that was you felt like anything could happen in that great movie ride attraction until it got to be a little bit stale. And you're like, oh, okay, we'll go on it because it's something to go on. But have it be about Hollywood and the movies again. So m- my first one kind of goes along with your theming there. I wrote down, figure out Park's identity. Yes. Perfect. I don't. I like where they're going with the rides and attraction. I think Toy Story Land is a good park, part of the park. I think Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge is going to be amazing. It's going to be killer. It's going to be awesome. It's going to bring a lot of people in. You got Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster over in their other corner, which in my personal opinion, those things are going to get some retheming after all these projects are done. You've already seen the Tower of Terror, the other park go... With, uh, over in Disneyland to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The Aerosmith and Rock and Roller Coaster thing, I think is going to be a breakup sooner or later. So I could see some Marvel stuff happening over in that corner. You have Star Tours in the other corner, which is not in Galaxy's Edge. So it's a Star Wars ride outside of, outside of Galaxy's Edge, which I was, when I first heard this project going, I'm like, okay, they're going to expand it out there, right? No, it looks more like Galaxy Edge is going to be aimed towards the newer movies. Star Tours is the old, but then you got Muppets land right in the area, right in the middle there. And then of course you have animation courtyard and this Mickey's ride, but you don't really know what the identity of the park is. I mean, it was MGM studios for a while there. All about movies, Hollywood studios, all about Hollywood characters on the road, all the Hollywood stuff. Now, where is it going? It's got so many different things going on. I mean, I, I agree the name needs to change. I mean, Hollywood Studios does not make sense for that park anymore. Now, the options they were throwing out there that they were serving, everybody on, I don't know them right off the top of my head, but they were terrible. Um, they, they need to figure out their identity of that park. And yeah, maybe get back to the Hollywood, but the way they're going with all the different things going on, it's tough to, it's tough to call it Hollywood. <clears throat> yeah, it's, I mean, I, and I thought that I had heard a rumor maybe about the, this was like, a couple of years ago that they were already changing the name of the park. Like it was no longer going to be Hollywood studios. It was going to be Disney's place of attractions. 
Well, what happened was a couple, like two years ago, in a quarters meeting out in the public with the press, Bob Iger said something like, along with the name change, and he looks over his like secretary and goes, we did announce that, right? That we're changing it? Right in the middle of the meeting. Something like that. Uh, So I think it's just been a talk. I don't think they truthfully have a name. For the fact that a couple, like half a year ago, they had all those weird names out there for possibilities, and they were asking all the people walking out, if you had to pick which one of these would be the name of this Hollywood Studios, if it was a thought to change the name, which one would you pick? And I remember looking at that listing going, huh? <laughs> they don't, it didn't make sense. It just didn't. Yeah. I don't have a list in front of me, but it was some, it was like cinematic park. Yeah. So even like in the theme parks, the training as a cast member kind of goes along. The theme goes along with, with what park you're in. So like Magic Kingdom, you have Once Upon a Time is Now because it's a park of fantasy. You have Epcot, you have Discover because it's it's about discovery. I could not tell you what Hollywood Studios is about other than there's rights there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I remember when I did the, I worked at Hollywood Studios, it had a it was right after the name change and it still had an identity that park. I couldn't imagine going through training right now at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it has a lot going on, a lot of cool stuff. It just doesn't have that identity. And I pulled up the list of survey and they had a couple different surveys going out uh disney kaleidoscope park <laughs> i don't know oh, gosh. what that has to has to do disney beyond park disney cinematic or cinemagic park disney legends park here's what i really don't understand disney xl park Cine, uh, disney cinemagic park and disney hyperia park and like, Disney Storyverse I, Park. I mean, all these names are complete turnoffs to me. Yeah, I don't see anything goes. Wow, Hyperion Park just kind of sounds like Hollywood. That's the image that I get. But it's like, yeah, they they they, they got to figure that out. I mean, it's it, it, they'll, they'll figure it out. We 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 got to have trust in them, and they'll figure it out. But that's that's the first thing I would do. I would figure out a name and start making sure the theming, the music loops, and everything matches up with that name to get that theme right. Yeah, you're going to have different lands. You're going to have Star Galaxy's Edge. You're going to have Toy Story Land. You're going to have Animation Courtyard, but it's the main theme of the park. Music loops, colors, name, that's going to make everything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of, of, of anything else. I had two, no, not really changes, but kind of like what I miss most kind of things. Uh, one is what we, we've been talking about is the along with that whole what is the identity of Hollywood studios now is having that <clears throat> more backlot feel. And, and if that's like going away, cause we're the whole theme of Hollywood studios is going to be different. I understand that, but I still have it in the image that they're going to try to fit Hollywood studios back into that image. So that kind of goes along with what we've been talking about before, but I guess the thing that I miss the most is and, and to imagine magic kingdom also to a certain extent is the streetosphere the random roaming characters that you could just meet at hollywood studios they would stop and talk to you have a conversation with them it was just like kind of like that little magical moment if you will interaction between casting and guests that few and far between now you don't see them much on the streets you still see the characters on there and them doing all their little skits and stuff, but it's not the same. I agree. No, and no. you kind of took my what I missed too, by the way. Back lot. No. <laughs> I, not not the back lot before it closed. I'm talking the back lot tour when they before they put uh, Lights Motors Action where they had all the houses the back houses. Too. Yeah. I used to love riding that ride. And when it went through like the built inside that one building where they're making like the costumes and all these different things for the movies. But that was back when that park wasn't just a park. It was also an actual uh, part of making the movies between they were doing um, uh, all the drawings at the building back there. They had the bungalows they were doing stuff at. And it's just, that's gone. They don't do any of that stuff there anymore. I mean, they don't do drawings for you now anymore. It's all Star Wars. Yeah. Just at all, it just—it's <clears throat> like right now. It's just a park that I skip. 
I, I don't nothing mm. really there that that I oh, so far. I mean, this last time we didn't go. We didn't go last time. There's not a whole lot for Riley to do for to, to justify a whole day being spent there on a park ticket. So I was just like, mm. and it's not a full day park. It's getting closer now that Toy Story Land's open. Next year when Star Wars Land opens, that's going to be a full day park again. And it, it, we knew it was going to go that route whenever they actually um, did all that construction and cut everything out. But yeah, so I, the only thing I had on there, but what I missed was the Backlot Tour, the original one, and actually obviously the Great Movie Ride, which we kind of both kind of hit on at the beginning. Um, the only changes I really put on there else in the identity was maybe a daytime parade again and oh, uh, fix the quick service. Because I'm not a big fan of the quick service there. Between the Backlot Express, um, they got rid of the one all the way down by where Backlot Tour was, obviously. Yeah. And I'm not a big Backlot fan Express. of the ABC commissary at all. So there's not much there. Figure something out. Get something there. And obviously down by um, Tower of Terror and stuff. But that's just fried chicken strips and stuff. Get something that will wow people as a quick service. Um, I know... Toy Story Land has something. I, I don't know what Star Wars Galaxy Edge is going to have, but that's the only thing I really have in that park. I don't have too much right now else in the identity just because there's so much going on in that park. You really can't change something when they're in the middle of changing everything. Yeah, no, a, a daytime parade would be awesome. Was it movie stars from motor cars? <laughs> oh, the cars, and then what was it after that? Block Party Bash. Block party, yeah. That was a cool one. Uh, and it was all Pixar stuff. And I'm kind of glad they got rid of that stage thing. I do miss Star Star Wars days. What was weekends. It Star Wars weekends, yes. yeah. They got rid of it when the construction... And I, from what I'm hearing from reading a lot online, I don't think it's coming back. Oh. There's talks, but I mean, let's be honest. They did that when they only had one Star Wars thing, and it was just to bring everybody in about all Star Wars. You have a whole land dedicated to Star Wars, and you're about to have a resort theme to star wars every day is star wars day yeah. once that park part of the park opens i, I hope they bring that that uh the kind of attractions and shows back from star wars weekends yeah they might like bring the, something and it'll be back there hopefully the hyperspace the hoopla <laughs> yeah i remember that that was pretty cool and all the care all the Characters, even like Darth Vader dancing and stuff. Yeah, that was coming just, out dancing. That's, that's that awesome. might be something. Maybe they'll bring it back. I mean, the people got a kick out of it. You just, you don't. They don't really. Get, they're not going to really need it at first. You don't need to do that kind of thing to draw attention to the park. When are you ever going to see Darth Vader do the MC Hammer? Whoa! <laughs> ever again. right now, the only way to see that is YouTube. And we're going to get on to our last subject, and it's not my least favorite park anymore. This used to be my half day park. Really? It used to be. It used to be something where, especially the kids, you go you go there for a morning, you left after that, you didn't really want to sit there and eat. There wasn't a lot of stuff to do, but um, now that they opened up a little more and expanded the park hours, yeah, it's more of a full day park. So Animal Kingdom, what do you got for us, Lauren? I, I love Animal Kingdom as it is, and now that they've opened uh, the world of Pandora, uh, it's kind of hard to add anything to it except for one thing that was promised at the beginning that would be added on later, Beastly Kingdom. Because now the sign out the, the sign out front makes no sense thinking of it as a as, so Disney's theming and storytelling, they're always priming you for everything. When you're walking up to Animal Kingdom, there's when you go through backtrack, there's the three uh, ticket booths that have each have an animal that represents what you will see in animal kingdom you have one side that's a triceratops which is the dinosaur you have you have uh, dinosaur the attraction but all that whole dino land back there you that represented animals that were you have the elephant in the middle elephant the whole africa uh, asia animals that are and then you had on the other side the dragon the imaginary creatures and there's no beastly kingdom so that sign makes no sense to me and it, as a maybe I have a little OCD about it but it, I'm a stickler I want a beastly kingdom and if most people don't know this that beastly kingdom was supposed to go where Camp Mini Mickey was 
that was where they had like the Pocahontas show, I think. And then it also had the Festival of Lion King. And that ulti- ultimately became Pandora World of Avatar. Um, I don't know if their solution was for dragons, banshees. <laughs> because technically it's over where that was. So I, I don't know if that yeah. was their fix. I, I think that was. Um, but actually one of my things was Rafiki's Planet Watch. Can we bring the Beastly Kingdom? Yes, that would be awesome. That's exactly what I put down. I was like, I was one of my things. The Beastly Kingdom that was a talk at one point. Can we fit it in there? Because they still got a lot of land. There's a lot of land oh, around. Yeah. You don't know about that they have. Uh, I've driven back here. There's a lot of land behind the animal kingdom where they grow plants and all that stuff that you have plenty of room back there to expand a little bit more. The back of animal kingdom almost backs up to that road where the, uh, it was the Hess station. I forget what the gas station is now over by magic kingdoms parking lot. It goes that far back. It's a very, very, very far. You got plenty of room. So my opinion is Rafiki's planet watch. I mean, it's cool. Petting zoo stuff. Yeah. You can do a lot more. Pet a dragon. Pet a dragon. Pet a unicorn. <laughs> Slap it on a horse. Um, but, yeah, that that was my thing. Rafiki's Planet Watch, go. Make, can we put Beastly Kingdom there? Uh, my other thing was a third attraction for Pandora. I would make a little more space there. And add, I love Pandora. I'm not, don't get me wrong. If you haven't been there, people, you need to get there. Um, Flight of Passage is the best attraction on property now, in my opinion. Navi River is cool, but it's a very short ride. Short, yes. Very, very short. It's one of the shortest rides on Disney property. If they wanted to, they could build another attraction. I don't know if they're set up to do it, but I think they should. Um, I know it's years down the line, but that was that was my only other thing. Elson, um, Beastly King, uh, Kingdom and Pan and adding Pandora. I only have one other thing, but I'll let you go next before I go well, off my tirade. No, I, I agree. Uh, Flight of Passage, Passage. When I went on it, I was like blown away. Just the, even the 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 queue is set up phenomenally. Like the theming and everything in the queues is is the pre show to it is awesome. Everything feels authentic, and the attraction experience itself. It blew me away. My wife and I loved every minute of it. I, I agree with you on that. Pandora does need to have have something else. The uh, the thing that I would fix or change, I guess this is going to go back to fixing, is, <laughs> and I know Joe Rody has promised it before at the D23 Expo last year, please fix the Yeti. Can we get that done? I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Disco Yeti needs to go bye-bye. Because, and the other, the other thing that I would do with that is the attraction uh, itself, Expedition Everest, is, it's an awesome ride. It's also kind of, it feels kind of short to me. I would, I would make it a little bit longer. There's expansion that could be done to it. I'd make it a little bit longer. And for God's sakes, I would fix that, Yanni. The most time in that ride is between the track flipping. That, I think yeah. when you stop both times when the track flips on those two stops, takes up more than the ride itself. I know there's some whole constructional thing where, and if, if people, if you don't know this, that track was built separate from the mountain. So it doesn't actually touch the mountain, which is kind of neat because they had to build each other, each around each other. So there, I mean, there's old shows from like history channel that talks about that. If you ever want to look for that, you probably find it on YouTube, but it was pretty neat. They show a lot of when they were building it and how those are two different structures and everything. So that's what, part of the reason the old Yeti couldn't get fixed because how that structure was built, it wasn't possible. So yeah, that's like on, them, on, their, on their side. Now, wait, Bill, have you ever, have you, when you went to Disneyland last time, did you go on um, the Matterhorn? I oh. was looking for the whole time to go in on that. It was still closed for refurbishment. Oh, the Matterhorn is awesome. I wanted to ride. That was one of the main things. I wanted that. I wanted to do the Haunted Mansion there and Pirates. But I mean, the biggest thing I want to do there else in Matterhorn was the Jungle Cruise just because I'm a skipper. Got to check it out. But that was one of the big things I wanted to do. It's an awesome ride from what I hear, but I didn't get to ride it. So thanks that for bringing up another sore subject. <laughs> you like to make me cry. <laughs> Like the that one, the abominable snowman, 
moves in that one. I, th- I think you have to have the Yeti in, in Expedition Everest. Okay, keep it. Just fix it. They keep talking about the cost and the problem with the structure for fixing it. So figure something out. If it can't be fixed, just get it out of there so at least we're not looking at a broken Yeti every two seconds you fry that ride. Um, my last thing, and I'm going to go off on a little tirade on this. I'm not saying the show is a complete bust in my opinion. I know people that like it. I don't know why. Rivers of Light. Uh, did, you, did you see it? I've listened to the soundtrack. wasn't a big fan. Yeah, it didn't take very long, did it? No. No. Imagine waiting there over an hour and a half with three kids, thinking this is going to be a cool attraction. One of our travel agents, Alex. It was cool. It was it was cool, like seeing all the effects and everything and everything going on and how the tree life was going. You can see in the distance. But after ten minutes, when it was pretty much done, I look over at Alex say. Wait, is that it? And he goes, yeah, it's not a very long thing. I'm like, I just waited over an hour and a half <laughs> for a tw- like 10 to 12 minute show. I corralled all these children. <laughs> I, I dealt with, although they were terrible, by the way, they were trouble. <laughs> uh, they weren't keeping their cool and they couldn't sit long. And I waited all that time. I mean, it's one thing to wait for like a roller coaster for an hour because it's a thrill ride. And you're like, oh my gosh, afterwards, it's a show. Well, even like, even like uh, World of Color, that's like 17, 25 minutes. World of Color is, awesome. is 25, 22 minutes. Yeah, this was very, very short. And I, you probably knew that just from listening to the soundtrack, how short it was. Yeah, it's very short. And I was a little disappointed because they spent a lot of money on the show between the floats. Um, if you don't know this, they had a lot of problems with the whole beginning of it because these floats that come out are controlled through GPS and they had a problem where one float bumped another float and it sunk and they had a whole problem fixing the float. So they had to delay the show. They did some other kind of show that didn't really do much. They got this show working, spent a lot of money on these floats and all this technology they built. They built all these seats for a 10 to 12 minute show. Yeah. It's kind of like, what? That's, that's how I felt afterwards. I'm like, I wait all the time. Now I'm going to work through this crowd to get out of here <laughs> for a 10 to 12 minute show. I'm like, I would, I, I'm not saying get rid of it. You spent way too much money to get rid of it. I'm saying beef it up. Take that trillion dollars that Lauren's <laughs> talking about and throw it into these floats. Make them bigger. I know you can't have fireworks around uh, animals. Throw some lasers, a little more lasers. Yeah. Throw some more water spraying up and some, uh, put some fire in there. Do something. Make some big, yeah. crazy float. I know you probably can't put real animals in it because PETA would probably be coming after you, um, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but you, you got to do something to beef it up and, and get it at least 10 minutes longer. For, for all that yeah. time, money you wasted in that and the amount of time people have to wait because there's only so much seating. You you got to beef it up. I agree. I agree. So the only the only other thing I have on my list is, um, and I guess there there are people that like this show. It's been there this long. Uh, I would get rid of Finding Nemo and replace it with uh, a different type of musical. I th- I first thought you were going to say something about the Vessel of the Lion King, and I was ready to <laughs> jump through the screen and slap you. Bring back Tarzan rocks. You know, I've only seen the Nemo thing once because I don't want to wait for it because it's always a long line. It's always a long line. I mean, it's just, the Lion King I'll wait for any day because I love that show. I it's love one it. Of those, it almost makes you cry every time. The Lion King is great because you know the songs of the movie. Yeah. Right? It's just like, I don't know if you've seen uh, Disney Cruise Line. They have Toy Story the Musical. Mm-hmm. Movies that don't have with original songs, mind you, that aren't the songs in the film. Movies that have their own music, but it's not the original. Like, how can I word this? Musicals that use original songs and not songs from the movies are terrible. And Nemo, I just—it's one that my grandma likes to go into because she will take a nap for forty minutes. (laughs) It is cool in there. It is. It's cool. You got bubbles. The kids like it, but. Like, uh, it could be used to do like a Mickey and the Magical Map over at Disneyland. That show is awesome. It, it has different characters from different movies. You have Mickey Mouse. You have a, a scene 
like princesses with like Pocahontas, Mulan, um, Rapunzel. It's got uh, Little Mermaid, Sebastian stuff. It's got Jungle Book, Lilo and Stitch, all in one attraction. It's awesome. So you're saying take Nemo out and throw a bunch of different movies into one kind of neat show together. Yeah, because people know those songs. I agree. I like it. After you see Finding Nemo, you'll be singing in the big blue world for the rest of the day. But it's like, that's it. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I agree. I like that idea. You put a lot of it had to be movies, obviously, of animals and stuff. So you wouldn't want to put Lion King in there because you already got Lion King over there. But I mean, there's plenty of animal stuff. Yeah. Put Zootopia characters in there. Zootopia. That would be awesome. Play the Shakira song. I look at people bouncing in there. Bill, you're one hot dancer. <laughs> you would have Nemo come out and dance a little bit or shake his fin, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I like that. So what do you miss? I know it's not that old of a park. I know it's not much has changed over the years. There's a couple of things that are disappeared, but what have you what do you miss from that park? Egg rolls. I miss the egg rolls. I miss the <laughs> certain foods that are not there. Okay, mine was the Daytime parade, Mickey's Jam and Jungle Parade. Oh, jamming in the jungle to the. You know, every single one of my things has something to do with. Let's see, Animal Kingdom Parade, Hollywood Studios Parade, Magic Kingdom Parade, Epcot, Epcot Parade. Epcot was scratched out the Tapestry uh, Parade. Oh, yeah, Tapestry Nation. I, I crossed it out. So almost, almost every, almost every park. I was going to say Parade of some sort. <laughs> I deleted. I I X that one out for figment. But yeah, jam and jungle. But egg yeah. rolls. Where are the egg rolls at? By um, uh, what is the name of that place? On the way from Africa in Asia on that trail, where Kamal's, where Mister Kamal's season fries are now. That little stand cart thing. Right oh, there. okay. I just, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, okay. yeah. I never, I never had them, so I can't really tell you if I miss them or not. I should tell you when they were terrible or something because how much <laughs> I haven't tried. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I think they're the I think they're the same as as over at Magic Kingdom and Adventureland. <sighs> so they all went away. They just got rid of all the egg rolls. They're like, no egg roll for you. <laughs> yeah, sad, heartbreaking. I think we hit everything up today. I think we're, we got everything. Nice long episode, but hey, yeah. we had some fun. We talked about a lot. Covered we a lot of good some- stuff. We spent a lot of money today in our we heads. We spent trillions and trillions of imaginary dollars. Disney's probably, if they ever heard this, would probably laugh at us. And probably <laughs> you get the money for that. Or they're going to steal something from us. Hopefully yeah. steal something. I, I, wouldn't, I would not mind if they stole one of our ideas. No, I'd take it. I'd be like, I came up with that idea. I didn't just, get a dime for it, but I came up with that. Just uh, in the queue, just put my name somewhere a little... Just hide it. Like a hand symbol. Scrape yeah. It hide it. somewhere in the corner underneath the garbage can. So we have to like lift it up so we can see it. Show our kids someday. Look, look, son, underneath this garbage can. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> but all right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, we'll be back soon with episode number five after this and talk about some more Disney probably. I mean, we like to talk about Disney way too much, but we say we love Disney. That's what we're here for. All right. Well, you have a wonderful day. Have a good one. Hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you for listening to the Spark a Dream podcast. Please check out our website at sparkadream.net to hear other episodes and catch up on our blog. Please also check out our sponsor, small business travel agency Dreamers Do Travels, Inc., an authorized Disney vacation planner offering destinations around the globe. A team of travel professionals from all across the U.S. is ready to help you plan your travel adventures concierge style at no extra cost to you set out for a new tomorrow and we'll see you real soon